Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Thanks to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. The following announcement has been paid for, but it's full of board Uh, oh, I think Amado did a little remix today, <laughs> little, little remix, little case of the Mondays. But here, oh, you know what? Duh. You want to know what it was? Really was funny. It? So <laughs> I had because I wanted to promote the show, so I went to YouTube. I got the link. And then I posted it on Twitter. And then you joined. We talked about what we wanted to start with. And then I get the I get the broadcast going. And then mm-hmm. I hear in the background, like I hear like a little delay. So I thought Uh-oh. maybe I clicked our intro twice. But it was the <laughs> it was the YouTube playing. Uh, from, uh, okay. For our show, so all right. Wow. So case That's of the Mondays. Monday it's a Monday start. There's nothing you could do about it. Yeah, and <clears throat> hopefully we're all good. No more technical difficulties or little mm-hmm. lapses on my part. But happy Monday, episode eleven. It's crazy there that we go. made it this far, but we have made it this far, and you know. It's crazy that it's number 11 already, huh? Yeah, it is. It feels like, you know, you know, I I did we we didn't really do every week for uh, sometimes in the summer, but it's mm-hmm. you know, it, I feel like it's good, you know, things are going. Things, things are going are moving well. along. They are, and it's good that we finally have like interesting topics to talk about. Right. You That's know, always good. It is because I feel like we've been mainly like, oh, this guy's hurt, that guy's hurt. How it's, bad? 
the show. It's been a been. lot of negative. It's been a lot of negative the past few months, but I think we're finally starting to see some positives and boy, oh boy, the wrestling needed. <laughs> I, I agree a hundred percent. Absolutely. And it's only, I feel like it's only going to get better. Yes. You know, there's, the sky's the limit at this point, and it really is. I feel like everything Triple H is doing right now is like everything the fans said that they wanted for so long. They're like, oh, if you know, if damn Vince, you know, burying this guy, burying that guy, and like his first his first full week, and I feel like he knocked it out of the park. No, he did. It, he really did knock it out of the park. You know, I was one of those people that it was very sweet for me to see Vince go. You know, it. he's the person I grew up on. Yeah. He's same. the person who's been in charge for the entire time the company has been where it's been at. Obviously, his father started it, but then Vince bought it. But I like where the direction of the company is going. I've, you know, I'm, as a younger kid, I was always a fan of Triple H. And now he's in a position of big power. You know, this isn't what he, his old job that he had, it was just the the EVP. Now he's got everything. He's, you know, he's in charge of creative. He's the EVP of talent relations. He's, he's the guy, you know, and he's had, like you said, he had a great first week and uh, I'm excited. Me too. And I was a little busy Friday. I had a couple of friends over. So, you know, I had the Yankee game playing in the background. Oh. I wanted, yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's, not even, let's not even go there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's tomorrow. The, that's let's Wednesday. Say, yeah, let's have the, the, those guys do that tomorrow night. Jeez. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that. But, you know, I wanted to be, surprise because I thought Sasha and Naomi were coming back because you know that that news broke that all oh, the deals soon like they could be you know it's like good as done so I was like okay I'm like mm-hmm. I could see you know I could see them coming back but I don't don't like to make sense so I was like you know what I still don't want to watch it I want to be surprised then mm-hmm. like 10.01, my buddy just texts me an hourglass. Yeah. Like, Fuck. Because I knew what that meant. I knew what that meant right away because yep. he's, a, he's a big fan of his and you know, the hourglass was a dead giveaway. But Karrion Cross is back in the WWE. With Scarlet. Oh. I mean, you had it, it had to be both. There, it had to be both. Because it, it didn't you know, work the first time. It didn't work the first time. It, it, it boggles my mind how Vince didn't see something in him. Like, Cross is the type of guy that I thought Vince would love. You Same. know, he has a main event look. He's a tall guy in shape, a hot girl. And... It just he just gimmicked him up and it made it it was just embarrassing. It was. And that was that was like that was like for me one of the moments I was like, okay, 
you know, I, I like Vince, but I think it might be time for him to go. <laughs> I was just like, the, you, how did you do? You put a mask on him, gave him that stupid little outfit. It was just so bad the first time. And it, it, he comes out on Friday. He looks like a badass. He yeah. looks like a main event guy. He has Scarlet next to him. The entrance was everything. So it's already a hundred times better than his first time on the main roster. And it was just so confusing too, because he was the NXT champion. No, when he was right, on. Yeah. Raw. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah, the NXT um, champion. I don't remember if he was, it, I don't think he, he was, no, he wasn't champion anymore. Cause Samoa Joe beat him for it. And then he okay. came on. I believe that's the way it went. But he was doing both at the same time. He was doing NXT and Raw at the same time. See, it was so forgettable that I don't remember. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, it's really it it was really bad. You know, he's losing to Jeff Hardy. Oh God! And then like that was stunning. Listen, it's him and Scarlett work together. They're it. They're a thing together, and. While, you know, she was unable to compete or be on TV, at that point, that's when you go, okay, stay in NXT. We'll wait for Scarlet to come back because at least in NXT, everyone knows you. You know, right. you're, you're a made guy in NXT. Mm-hmm. I, don't bring him up, you know, make him look like a dominatrix, uh, you know, wow, demolition. Blanked from you for a second. <laughs> And like it, I think if he had Scarlet and he had the mask and the whole getup, it it would have been okay. I think you know you have her take the mask off. You could like you could like make that work, but you didn't have her. Yeah, they could have made it work, but I just don't think Vince saw anything in him. I agree. Uh, and like I said, it just blows my mind. I don't understand how he didn't. But yeah. Triple H does. The, the, what's important is Triple H does. If they brought him back, brought and it was perfect. He comes oh, out. Was. You know, Scarlet's at the, you know, the in the entranceway, and the creepy music plays, and he Cross just attacks Drew from behind and stuff like that. That was. That was perfect. With Roman standing in the ring with the Usos, and yep. then Scarlet comes down, puts the uh, hourglass in the ring, tips it over. Oh, that was that's the way it should have been when Vince brought him up. I agree, and it wasn't. Vince brought him up, put a mask on him, and had Jeff Hardy beat him in what ten seconds? Yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. Still, I don't understand that booking. It was just brutal, but this was so much better. And he's he's uh, next to Roman. He's going to be the second best heel on that brand. I I heard that, and I think that's how that's how it should be. Because Roman, uh, so what? That makes Gunther number three, I guess, as the IC champ. Yeah, I, I would say he's number three right now. Yeah, I mean. If it was up to me, he would be number one, but <laughs> Roman's number one, and rightfully so. But Gunther is on top. He's just, he's just fantastic. But yeah, cross number two. 
So I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, I've been. I heard. I seen on Twitter that they are probably going to insert Cross into the Clash at the Castle trip, uh, main event. I I wouldn't mind it. Put him in. Why not? You know, I saw some people say they're not crazy about Cross's in ring work, and to those people, I say he doesn't have to be. You know, his, his in-ring work doesn't have to be Rick. He doesn't have to be Rick Flair in the ring. You know, he <laughs> yeah. he can just he can be himself. His his look makes him. His entrance makes him. You don't always have to be a ten out of ten in the ring. And you know, he's not. I don't. He's not a ten out of ten worker in the ring. But you know, he's better than some people are making it out to be. I think he has the talent to get the job done. I feel like yeah. it's so like the guy not just came back. Not everybody just has to back. be Brian Danielson or Bret Hart or Ric Flair. You don't have to. You just have to have a nice gimmick and a nice, you know, charisma and personality and a look and an yes. entrance. And that's what people invest in. Yeah. You know, they don't always invest in the in ring work. The presentation alone is what yeah. sells you on on a character, essentially. But, on on a wrestler and I want to say that with the right hands, he'll be great. You know, I just don't, yeah. I don't want it rushed because of what happened when, you know, he made his main roster debut, how Vince didn't know what to do with him, how he was on NXT in his regular gear. And then on Raw, he had a mask. So yeah. for me, it's like, why I, I don't want him to eat the pin at Clash of the Castle, and I feel like no. that's what's going to happen. I don't think so. If if he is actually going to be inserted in that match, which we are hearing, um, I know Fightful um, put that news out, but um, I don't see it. I, I think... I think Drew would take the pin there. I don't see Triple H booking it that way. I mean, if Vince was booking it, then Cross would be taking the pin, but I don't see Triple H booking it that way at all. Drew McIntyre is going to take the pin in the first UK show, live show in yeah, he'll get, what, 92, 96? Well, if, it gets, if it gets Roman some more heat, why not? I'm not saying that's how the match is going to play out, but I doubt Cross takes the pit. It's I don't so, know how that match will play out. We have a month. We have a month until that, and they're both on SmackDown. All three of them right. are on SmackDown because I will also heard that they want to, I guess, take a title off Roman or do something to where Raw has some sort of world champion. I don't. I don't think they back themselves into a corner, but like it's so, it's it's unpredictable. Pretty much, it's so unpredictable right now because you really don't know what's going to happen. It, it, no, it's great. At the same time, it's like, all right, but like, where are they going? Like, cross. Like, you could have did Sheamus, McIntyre, oh. and you're not a Sheamus guy. No. I'm really not. I, you know, I was in the beginning. 
it, I, I'm just not a big fan anymore. It's just kind of he has great matches, but Korea, I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. I liked him better when he was a tag team with Cesaro with the bar and stuff like that. But him as oh, a single, him as a singles guy or a main event guy, I just I can't get behind that. I just can't. Like when he beat Cena back in the day for the title. And that table match? Yeah, I like. I think I stopped, stopped watching for a little while. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, <laughs> I thought it was an accident. I, yeah, I thought I that thought wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. I, was like, I thought that at first, and then I was like, oh, okay, they're giving them a push. All right, well, they're pushing me out for about a month. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, I, I think I think Drew, um, I think he takes it. If, he's, if Roman is winning, he's got to take the pin. You can't have, you cannot have Cross take the pin. He just got here. Yeah. And I think Triple H wants to, you know, make a statement, you know, like we're not going to treat everybody like, you know, we're not going to job you out the first time we put you out there. So, no, but they're going to keep their tradition and job and job you out in your hometown. (laughs) (laughs) That, that they will do. If you're a hometown guy or a girl, don't. You ain't gonna win. That's it. Call in, call in sick that day. Yeah, please. It's you know, it was surprising for Cross to come back because all of the dirt sheets were saying how they're talking to Scarlet and Cross, and their return, you know, could be happening soon. Yeah. Four hours later, the return happened, which was crazy. I. Good for Triple H. I guess it helps when your wife is the CEO and, you know, it's he wants what he wants. He's going to get what he wants. And, you know, they're saying that he's going to keep pressing on the gas and keep bringing guys back. Yeah, I was stunned when I saw Cross. I did not, not stunned as I didn't think he would come back. I just didn't think he would come back that soon. I think we all knew he was going to come back once Triple H got put in charge. But exactly. Um, He's not going to be the only one. Like you said, you know, Sasha and Naomi seems like they're on their way back. Maybe they're on their way back tonight with the um, announcement of the tournament for the tag titles. So I want to talk about, I want to talk about the tag titles. I also want to talk about, I put up a poll earlier today on, on Twitter and I asked who else should Triple H bring back to the WWE? Okay. Out of, the choices were Bray Wyatt, Johnny Gargano, Sasha, and Naomi. And then I gave an other, and I'm like, tell us below. Right. The 2% that picked other did not follow directions and did they did not write <laughs> who they wanted. Not a lot of people do. And <laughs> they don't. I realize that. But the overwhelming winner at 58% was Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I'd totally be down for that. So I could see that happening. I could see, you know, Triple H being like, I love your gimmick. I love the idea. You know, I want you to do everything you wanted to do. I would not bring him back as the Fiend. No? No, I would bring him back where he was, at least where I think he was the best, where he was just Bray Wyatt and the Wyatt family. That was... 
that got over with me. I that felt like a main event guy. The fiend kind of just went too out into left field for me. It was just like like once they burned him alive, that's when I was like, all right, like and whose fault was that? Well, we all know, but I, I'm sure. Hey, I'm sure it wasn't just Vince. I'm sure Bray had a little bit to do with his creative as well. I've heard some things that he did. So, well, I, I once it started for me, the downfall was that Hell in a Cell match. Oh, that's it, when I just turned it off. I was it, done. You know, like, and that's where, like, we could like rabbit hole into so much but that's where the gimmick pay-per-views hurt you because that should not have been a hell in a cell match no it shouldn't have just because they're feuding yeah just because they're feuding in october doesn't mean they have to be inside a red cell a no disqualification in a hell in a cell match undertaker and mankind just destroyed each other and that was there was no dq in that but a sledgehammer is the face well we can't have that terrible so I am on the other side of it. I want the fiend to be back yeah. because I feel like that had potential to be like an Undertaker type of character. Not as successful as Undertaker, but like a modern day Undertaker character. If that yeah, when sense. I first saw it, when I first saw it, I said, okay. This has the potential, maybe, to be a you know the next Kane, maybe. That's it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't uh, Undertaker. I didn't feel right away. The Kane. I said, okay, this is their next Kane, you know. And then it just got too crazy with the supernatural powers and the, you know, these the Hell in a Cell stuff, and then he got burned alive by Randy Orton and I don't know. It just, it went too far for me. And the Randy Orton match with Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania was horrible. It was so bad. Yes. That stuff I agree was not particularly like my favorite of the fiend, but the Firefly Funhouse with Cena, I thought was was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. That, that was, that was and, some good stuff, but and I I think that's that's like the direction they should have stayed with, like stuff like that, like what he did with the Firefly Funhouse, that you know every guy he beat was on you know his back wall with like the eyes crossed right. out or whatever. That I like. Bring that type of, you know, bring that fiend back mm. to where you know it, it could also be some sort of like the demon with Balor, where you don't always get the fiend. But yeah. when you do get him, you know, it's it's going to be special. Like, Cody uh, and The Fiend would be great. Yeah. I, you know, I just remember, more, like, I can't remember a good Fiend match. I can remember a good, like, good Bray Wyatt matches. You know, he had a good matches with Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins and, you know, guys like that. Even Taker at Mania was pretty good. I just can't remember any good um, fiend matches. I know, you know, him and Seth had that little feud, but it wasn't great. I don't. I just feel like creatively, you can do more with Bray Wyatt. The fiend is kind of like you're in this box, and you know, you can go outside that box, but then if you go too far, then it comes becomes a little phony. But 
uh, Bray Wyatt coming back is good for business. So I feel, <laughs> and I'm not trying to compare the superstardom, but I feel like if you have Bray Wyatt come back and it's not the Fiend, it would be like if Cross came back without Scarlet, or if Cody came back mm-hmm. without Kingdom. You know, it's almost yeah. like because that's I I feel. For you know, from what I've seen, that that's what people want. People want to see the Fiend Part Two. They want to see a better mm-hmm. version of it, especially with Triple H, you know, at the helm. And I yeah. feel like you, you you could do so much with it because there was so much yeah. that wasn't done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was over. I think people would Me would too. embrace it. I don't know why people are t- turning on Cross, saying like it's he's because of bland his or. It's because of his in-ring work and, you know, some people can't see beyond the in-ring work. Yeah. Whereas I, whereas somebody like me, like I look at the whole picture. I don't just look at, you know, Bret Hart was a great wrestler, but let's not even go and talk about his charisma and his promos and stuff like that. Cause it was horrible. <laughs> heel, heel Bret Hart was the best when he was like, fuck America, let's go Canada. That, that was the best Bret Hart heel Bret Hart like that because it honestly it felt real like I mean going yeah. back and watching listen I'm not Bret Hart from is not in my top 10 I'm not a Bret Hart guy he's a he, no he, I've never been a Bret Hart guy and I never will be but that's he, a whole different story well that's a, it could be a whole yeah. other episode <laughs> yeah we really could I'm just like writing notes down so we don't like Bret so let's write this um Triple H is bringing people back left and right, I feel, is what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the summer. Who's someone you want to see and bring back? Well, here's a good segue. I want to see him bring back Gargano. And tonight, Champa and Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley for the U.S. title. And it's in Cleveland. Do we see Johnny Gargano tonight, and do we see Champa win the U.S. title? So That's I feel the question like I have. I feel like yes, I, but I'm just trying to like like picture it the perfect the perfect way. Because what what you could do is, you know, Miz could cost Champa the title. Miz is beating True. down Champa. Could do and then all that. of a sudden, you know, Rebel Heart hits and Gargano mm-hmm. comes out. But there's then so many like, options they have tonight. They have so many options of what they can do for, they, for this US title match. I wonder where like where it is on the card. I feel like if it starts the show. You know, I don't, I don't think it even matters where it is on the card. I'm just trying to figure out if Gargano does come back because the Miz the Miz and Champa doesn't work. No, it really doesn't. It's that's a that's a Vince thing. You know, it, it worked until Champa started cutting promos. But you well, don't like, like, like 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 we know Champa from NXT, but like they're right. obviously not really talking about that when it when it comes to. Um, you know, raw. They don't mention NXT. It's like NXT is almost AEW to them sometimes, and they don't really talk about it. 
Not so on I, SmackDown. They now they're mentioning it a little bit. Right, right. Now they are. You know, with yeah. Triple H. But when Champa was first up, they didn't really. You know. Oh right. You Graves know, yeah. would be like, oh, Champa's like a seasoned veteran. Yeah. Don't they, yeah. you know? So like Champa and Miz worked that way because they weren't letting Champa be Champa. Now they're letting him be himself. Now it no longer works. So you could do yeah. so many things, but I feel like if you have. Ch- Miz cost Champa the match. Miz is beating down Champa. I feel like someone else needs to be with the Miz, beating him down. This way, Champa could, um, Gargano could come out, make the save, and then there's, you know, like a two on two type of thing to build mm-hmm. something. Or do you want them as a tag team or do you want them as solo guys? If Champa's going to win the U.S. title, then I want him as a single. But if he's going to lose and get screwed out of it by Miz, then I want Gargano to run down and then become a tag team. Because the tag team division needs it right now. Yeah, but also, is is there a tag team division if they're just going to keep the belts on the Usos? Well, you need the right team to take the belts off of them and I think Gargano and Champa are the the right team. And I think they would have a banger of a match because Oh, it would be great. As great as they've been, the Street Profits and the Usos, great matches. But I'm over it. <laughs> yes. I'm over it. You you're either gonna split the profits up or they're gonna win the belts at this point. Uh, One or the yeah. other. Yeah. I wouldn't split them up. I know a lot of people are talking about that. I wouldn't split. I know Montez has lots of potential, and so is uh, Dawkins. But I don't think it's I, the right time, though. It's not the right time. They're incredibly over. I would leave them be for right now. I agree. I feel like that is the best decision to do: is keep them as is and just build up your your tag team division. So mm-hmm. I could, I could see. I don't know what the scenario is going to be, but I could see Gargano coming tonight to either celebrate yeah. with Champa, save Champa, or attack Champa to where see, he wins the U.S. I, title. I don't see him attacking Champa just because you're going to get that great reaction once he comes out and. Uh, I would ride high with that for a little while. You know, he's going to get some nice pops, a big reaction. I would, if you're going to do something like that, I would let it play out. Yeah. Where people aren't going to expect it. You know, you play it out a little bit, book it the right way and it could work. But I would keep, I would either, if Champa is not going to win the title, I would have them be a tag team. That's what I would do. So here's the thing. If Champa loses the title, I'm sorry. If Champa, if Bobby loses the title, where does Bobby go? And then if Champa wins the title, is is he a face? Or like, I feel like there's just so, and like, and like this is in the, the best middle. thing. Champa's a the middle. middle guy. He's not a face. Uh, he's not a face, but he's not a heel. I don't, he's I, like in the middle. He's just liked. I don't know. 
it depends who he aligns himself with. If he's with the Miz, yeah. he's a heel. If he's with Gargano, right. he'll be a face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, they got to get him. I like the Miz, but you got to get him away from the Miz. It just doesn't work. That's not a Triple H would never book that. You know, he would have never no. booked Champa with Miz in NXT, and he wouldn't have done it on the main roster if he was in charge to begin with. That's a that was a Vince thing. Okay, let's put him with a you know a veteran that's been around, somebody that can get him heat, and. It just didn't work for me. It was Same. just like he would Champa every week would just come out and attack somebody, he, and for the and help the Miz. He kind of just felt like a stooge at that point. He kind of exactly. just felt like the he, he, like he felt like Miz's manager or something. It just didn't work. It, it didn't work, and I'm hoping no. that with Triple H back, being that this is a a big title match for him, that just. Go back to what worked. Let me mm-hmm. hear um, No One Can Survive. Play his old music. No, Give him back his presentation. Give him back his presentation. Make him back to what he was. Honestly, and I, I, honest, I feel like he's just going to do it. Triple H is like, you know what? I helped build these guys in NXT. Mm-hmm. I helped get them to where they are. To where right. everyone was chanting NXT, NXT. Four years, four, five timelines all messed up. 2017, when Survivor Series and NXT was invaded, it was over. Everyone mm-hmm. loved it. Everyone wanted to see the matchups. Now, well, all those guys Survivor are Series. gone. All those guys are gone. That was the last good Survivor Series, and everyone after that has just been, like, dull. Yeah, I agree. The... The the Raw versus SmackDown doesn't work when they're no. already on both shows right. and you're doing that every week. But that's what that's what he I feel like Triple H is gonna do. He's like, you know what? I lost my I lost the Undisputed Era. I don't have Keith Lee. Let me get the guys back that I still have access to mm-hmm. so I can present them in a successful way to get them over. Right. Listen, that, they, need them. Do. they need them right now. They need these guys back because Rosser's sort of thin. You know, it's, you know, you have um, Cody out, you have Randy out, you have Becky out now. You need people back. I agree. And two people might be coming back, but stay tuned for this short commercial break. And then we'll talk about it. Don't go anywhere. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. 
Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And we're back. So <laughs> for those that end up watching this live, that little small commercial break was for our audio um, listeners. You know, someone's got to someone's got to pay the bills. So Sasha and Naomi, while they didn't win my poll, I feel like those two are more concrete as to be returning to the company than Bray Wyatt and Gargano. Yeah, those are those two. Um, you know, this that whole situation shouldn't even have happened. It should have should have been dealt with in a different way. And you know, maybe if they did take those titles seriously, none of that would happen. But. Um, I think Triple H books it better. I think he'll book those titles better. I think he'll book Sasha and Naomi better. And whether people like it or not, Sasha's a draw. She is. Absolutely. She, she sells merch. She's great in the ring. You can't deny that. You know, and Naomi's, Naomi too. She's a great worker. Not on the, I wouldn't put her on the star level as Sasha is, but she's no, great but... in the ring, likable, you know, and those are two things that, wrestling fans look for yeah and i think what was sasha and naomi doing this weekend they did they were doing um, some um c2 photo, e2 something yeah i don't know exactly what they were doing they were taking pictures with fans and stuff like that but maybe they maybe they'll be in a ring tonight i wonder where i'm torn between how i would Bring them back. Yeah, I have some. I have some ways I could bring them back. Do you remember when Punk and Cena Money in the Bank? That was one of the ways I was going to just describe. There you go. I would have let the tag title tournament run its course. Mm -hmm. I I already have a feeling that they're going to set the finals up to be either. Dakota and Io mm-hmm. versus probably I could see Asuka and Bliss. Only for because they were doing that thing with Becky, something along those lines. But I have a feeling it's going to be Dakota and Io versus some other top face. Mm-hmm. Boom. You have the winner. They're celebrating with the tag titles. All of a sudden, Boom, Sasha's music hits. And, and they, they, come come, they come out with the tag titles. Yep. Face to face, hold them up. Boom. You talk about all these interim champions in AEW because someone gets a hangnail and they can't wrestle that week. This is the <laughs> perfect way, I think, you bring them back and you make the titles more relevant and meaningful. Yeah. And I know Triple H loves to blur the lines with realism. Mm-hmm. Have Sasha cut a real promo. Be like, I walked Damn. out yep. to prove a point. Mm-hmm. It took some time. But the real boss is back. Like, do some shit like that. I know she loves Vince. Throw a little dig because Vince would like it. That's what you have to do. And- I would do something like that. I would definitely do something like that. It just adds... 
You know, you can't just see on Raw tonight say, okay, you know, this team is going to face a mystery team tonight. Who can it be? And then they just bring them out. I don't know. Be creative with it and do like you said. They have them come out with the belts after the tournament's over. And then you could do like, you know, unification mass or whatever. And then, like yeah. you said, have Sasha and Naomi cut a promo, you know, and you know, blur the lines. That's the perfect way of doing it. If they just come out and, you know, they're in, a, they're in the tournament and, ah, that's not the way I would do it. Get creative with it. They shouldn't be in the to- in, in the tournament. No. If you think about it, they're, they're still the champions. Right. Technically, they're still the champions. They should be nowhere. I don't want to see, I don't want to say their names in a bracket. I don't want to see any mystery teams. Listen, grab some girls from NXT. Bring up Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Do that. Bring them up. I I wouldn't mind seeing Mandy Rose on Monday Night Raw. Why not? Yeah. You know, and just if you have to makeshift some teams because, you know, Vince cut everybody, whatever. Do that. You know, but, you know who I would bring back? The Iconics. <sighs> Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. Is pregnant? Is she? She is. Her and Sean right, Spears well, are. I know. I kind of that. I love them. I, I love them. that idea. When they when they got released, I was. Just, I, that's the one that, that really bothered me. I was like, "You kidding me?" They never should have broke them up. They never should have been broken up. No, that's a Vince thing. That's a Vince Stupid. thing to do. It was a Vince thing to do. Just like how he broke up the Dudley Boys. Back in the day, which was the most ridiculous thing ever, but um, now when they got released, I was like, okay, well, that just goes to show you they don't care about the tag team division for the women. Yeah, I don't even really know who like is on the roster for the women to like for them to bring anyone back for this tournament. Listen, if it's a one night tournament, then okay. I, yeah, I don't that know. That would be cool. I'm not sure if it's going to be a one if it's just for tonight or they're just dragging this out. But we'll see. You know what? I, if they really want to shake things up, Avelita and Trish. Dude, I was bring them back. <laughs> just thinking that. I was just bring back the Bellas. Yeah, so, bring just them like, back. All right. There was one time, I don't remember, it was when Bischoff was the GM of Raw. Random, random start to Raw was Kane and RVD versus the Legion of Doom. Wasn't hyped, wasn't hyped, wasn't promoted, nothing. Mm -hmm. Bischoff was just like, you guys have a team, they're legendary, you've never faced them, then it's goes, what a rush. Mm -hmm. Dude, just listen if you want to do mystery teams, let them be one-offs. I don't want to see someone that's like the headbangers when they were doing the SmackDown tag tournament when oh Rhino and how random was that? That was do very that. random. Very Listen, random. Have EO and Dakota beat the Bellas tonight on Raw. That would be crazy. That, that would, would be, crazy. be crazy. That would be crazy. I hate, I, you know, if they have Trish and Lee to do it, I want to see them go all the way. Now that would be good if you have them go all the way and then have EO and Dakota beat them 
put the, and Trish and Lita put them over, and then you have Sasha and Naomi come out, and oh, that would be that would be great. I feel like we're entering video game territory now, to where it's like how like we would you know book the shows, how we would like write things down in our pad, like <laughs> oh Monday Night Raw, but like it's like now it's happening. Now I feel like we're yeah. like the the outlandish stuff we used to say had no chance of happening, but mm-hmm. I feel like now like anything can happen. Triple H is a fan. If if he's not anything, he's a fan first. Mm-hmm. And he's going to put out the best product possible for us because we are what he is and that's a fan. Yep. No, he's you know? he he's going to I'm so excited to see what he does. And he's already he's already doing great things. I mean, product it's, is much better than it was like a month ago. And you, you notice it too. It's, you know, just, I think they said SmackDown this past Friday had 45 minutes of wrestling. And a month yeah. ago, it had 17. Yep. 17 and- minutes. Imagine going to you buy tickets to a show and you go to it and you only see like twenty minutes of wrestling. That's wait, just wait, absurd. Which is crazy because, like, you don't want to sit there and look at the Titantron. No, you're there. You're there to look at the ring, right? So, like, if you're only seeing seventeen minutes, it's like, what did I pay for? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I yeah. here? And SmackDown, especially before Triple H got in charge, was real. I mean, I, I do coverage for it, so I know it's. And I would just sit there and be like, "Oh my god, are they ever going to wrestle?" <laughs> and it was just it was like fifteen minutes of wrestling, and then the rest was promos and in ring stuff, which is fine. You know, you have to have those type of things, but I need a little bit more wrestling. <laughs> they can't dominate the show. No, like. The promos, save that for Raw, because Raw is a three-hour show. SmackDown, you have to be selective with the promo. Mm -hmm. Like, what they're doing with, speaking of people returning, what they're doing with Sammy and the Usos, I feel it's setting up the return for KO. Maybe. Oh, Oh, yes, yes. KO and Sammy take the titles off the Usos. Could be. I'd love to see that because uh, I don't know where Kevin Owens is. I think he's. I'm. I think he's injured. Is he? I think he is. I think he's hurt. I uh, don't quote me on that, but I. It. I think he's hurt. And remember the whole Ezekiel thing. Where is that now? Um. <laughs> and, and that's unfortunate because that was funny. That got over. See that it, got over. That got over. That's a, that's why I always say it's always for me. It's very sweet to see Vince go because he uh, only Vince McMahon can make that work, and you know, it, book that the way he did. That's the, he's the only person I could try and even make that entertaining. Obviously, the guys that you know, KO and Ezekiel made that work too. But Vince booking that was just that might have that might have been his last great booked feud or booked segment was the KO and Ezekiel stuff. But like, where, where, where does it go? 
Like, where does it go after that? You know, obviously it went nowhere, but. um, But I mean, like, that's I get what you're saying that, you know, that could be the downfall. You know, Vince leaving, you know, not everything. You don't want everything to get um, to get buried or, you know, restarted. But like, how how often can you do something? You know, with it's like the um, when Santino was dressing up as Santina, like how often, how often can can that pay? Like, can that work? Can that like mean something? The whole thing with Owens and Elias was great. It was it was great for what it was, but I feel like you could do this shows you could do so much more with Elias, so much more than oh yeah, guitar. They made the best over. of what was they made the best of what was put in front of them, but now we it's time to get serious and you know, like you said, have KO and Sammy do something, you know, t- put them as a tag team. Yeah. Maybe they take the belt off the Usos. Well, time to get serious. I feel like there should only be one set of champions in the company like there should be one tag team champion for both shows one world heavyweight champion for both shows the mid card titles are okay and i feel like the women's title i feel like the women's title should be on both shows but a secondary women's title wouldn't hurt yeah uh, you know I don't know what you call it. Like, I mean, I, think, I don't want them to like the Fox Five Championship. I don't want to pull some. No, you know, AEW thing. For, I like, don't their know title. if I. I mean, not to discredit the tag titles for the women, but I would say that's a secondary title. You know, I think if you add another women's title to all the the three they have now, I think it just kind of. It's overkill. It's kind of like what they're doing over there in AW, you know. Yeah, but it's overkilling everything. Which we'll get. To. Yeah, no, you know what though, I, I could see that because then I feel like then you have to put a mid card title on Raw and on SmackDown for the women, kind of like the IC in the US. I just want there to be like it, it's just like let these women. Like Roman's the WWE champion or the Universal champion. Like I'm the Raw Women's champion. No, I am the WWE Women's champion. That's I feel like is more serious. And just have them on both shows. Mm. Just put them on both shows, and you know, I feel like that would work. And you know, Ladarius, what's up? How's it going? Um, Ladarius dropped us a comment saying that Triple H is doing an amazing job. He gets it from a fan's perspective and just an overall solid job of booking. Kind of no more. disagreement here. Yeah, he's done. I mean, it's just the little things too, you know, the words you can use now. You know, they can say wrestler, they can say wrestling, you know, they could the commentary team is um more relaxed and stuff like that to come you know michael Cole. 
Michael Cole, the past two weeks has been better than the last five, five years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even longer. He's, uh, he's been great. Um, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but, and it hurts for me to say this, but Michael Cole right now might be better than 2022 Jim Ross. And that, that hurts because I can't even believe that's even coming out of my mouth. Which Jim Ross? 2022. Like current version of Jim Ross. Well, Jim Ross is absolute trash right now. He doesn't even know what show he's watching after the time. I, and it, I, it, I hate saying it. Jim Ross is one of my favorite commentators, not even just in wrestling, but ever. Got it. Got it. Okay. But it's, you know, you can tell he's not enthused. And this is a good segue. He's not enthused about what he's watching in AEW. And when you don't give him anything to watch, there's not much he can say. <laughs> or, I mean, you know, not, not, not if you give him anything to watch. If you don't give him something that he approves of, he's going to crap on it. And yeah. rightfully so. Rightfully so. Jim, Jim Ross has seen a lot of wrestling. He knows what's right and what's wrong. And I, he, uh, right now, Michael Cole might be, might be better right now than current version of Jim Ross. And I never thought those words would ever come out of my mouth. Wow. Well, I mean, does it, does it mean the same if current Jim Ross has not, I feel like current Jim Ross is like a shell of what he used to be. Oh yeah. So where I, if it wasn't like if Tony didn't put him on commentary and gave him like a backstage like a back backstage role, that he would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like it's just, it's past his time. You know he's calling. I don't even know if it's past his time. He's I like not think, engaged. It seems like he doesn't give a shit. I think when. <laughs> When AEW puts on a you know something like a John Moxley match or a barbed wire death match or whatever you want, you know, he's not used to calling that. You know, he's not used to calling yeah. those matches, and uh, I don't know. You know, he's used to calling actual main events instead of you know death matches. Listen, you know. There's a new sheriff in town, in a way. Contracts do expire. They do. Contracts do expire. Not that I'm saying I want Jim Ross back in WWE. I don't want him anywhere near a commentating booth. But he knows things. So, you know, if he would be in Triple H's cabinet. Yeah. Yeah, Fucking wire. You know, he, Triple H would, I think, welcome him back. And put him on the creative team. I don't know if Jim Ross at this stage in his life would want to do something like that. He probably wouldn't. But, you know, him and Triple H, you know, they're cool. So, I don't know. But I I love Jim Ross, but uh, I don't know. Times are, times are going by, I think. They are. And Ladarius literally took the words out of my mouth that I was going to say, you know, Ladarius said that 
he's noticed an extra step in Cole when he began partnering with McAfee also. No, I and agree with that. Yeah, Cole even said it himself that, you know, McAfee helped rejuvenate his love for what he does. And, like, what does that say? Like, how how much was, like, Vince, like, say it? Like, Oh, in- I'm, I've heard stories. I've heard stories. I've seen things that, you know, and I'm sure Michael Cole can – and Michael Cole doesn't have to take an Advil after the show anymore. Yeah, right. I think he can. I think he can just sit back and relax. And McAfee has been fantastic. I can't talk about how much he's been an asset to that company. He has been just great. It, to make Michael Cole good again, that took some effort. because yeah. <laughs> I hated Michael Cole. I'm sorry that he was horrible, so bad. But like Lazaria said, once McAfee got in there, he he became better. But now that Vince has gone out of his ear, he's even he's he's I might put him at the top. I can't even believe I'm saying that, but I might put him at the top. Interesting. Yeah, Very interesting. I, it's better than it's better than Excalibur just screaming out random moves that we never heard of and talking about things that we don't know of. I feel like you would whole other story. <laughs> I feel like you only watch AEW because you have to do live coverage for it. No, no, I I like AEW. I'm a yeah. fan of it, but it's just certain things. I just I just look at it and I just shake my head. I'm like, oh my god, where is this going? Why is this being booked? You know, why was it booked this way? why is this guy getting a push and we haven't seen this one in months. There's just Tony Khan needs to um, just focus. I I like AEW, but there are certain things that drive me crazy. And the same thing, same thing with WWE. There's some things WWE does that drive me crazy too. Yeah. I gotta, you gotta call out both. No, listen, absolutely, you do. And I think what I have to do right now is give a call out to our sponsors. So I'm going to take a little short commercial break, and we'll be right back. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And we're back! So, <laughs> like for that. those watching us, Ladarius, it's not a real commercial. It's for our audio um, section of the show. 
which you can listen to on all podcast platforms. Go check us out. Um, no, you definitely do. You, you definitely have to call out, you know, all the shit that you see and stuff. I just feel like it's more, more common for AEW now. Cause I think maybe, you know, as of right now, a few of the WWE fans have those rosy colored glasses on because, you know, Triple H is in charge. This is literally, literally everything everyone wanted. This is, this is what they wanted. They're like, you know, like I've seen people like, I don't want Vince to die, but I just don't want him in charge anymore. And listen, he couldn't keep it in his pants. So now, you know, his game is over. But Triple H's game is just getting started, and he's getting all the pieces that he wants to be successful. Yeah. I, I, it's so, you know, Monday Night Raw tonight, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it again. I used to dread, I, I, I I used to dread Raw. (laughs) I I'd be like, oh no, not three hours of the I can't do it. But now it's easier. It's easier when somebody else is booking it. And I think Vince I think Vince kind of lost his ways creatively. I, I think business wise he was other than his you know other than the craziness that he was behind the scenes that we didn't know about Business wise, he still got it, but creative wise, yeah. and what was on television, like ninety percent of it, he, he just it, it wasn't good anymore. It just some of the segments and some of the creative made no. It just not that it didn't make sense. It just was wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> it it made sense, but it was just dull and boring and no one cared you know uh, other than like one or two segments on the show it was just like oh my god like let's get to the let's get to the point of this <laughs> it's it just but now triple h is in charge and creatively became, there are new things now creatively it just it just also became so repetitive yeah like the that's another problem like we saw Rollins versus uh, Montez last week. I don't think we see that again this week. I see maybe nah. I could see maybe Rollins and um, um, wow, why is his partner um, Dawkins? Dawkins, wow. I almost said Hawkins because I was thinking of Stranger Things, but. <laughs> Um, let me give a, let me give a check to the, to their website and see if they have any other matches that they, I know Ray and Finn, Ray and Finn is going to be on the show. Um, Ray and Finn, you, you honest, you want to know what I really wanted? And I thought maybe we would get edge versus Ray only because he speared Dominic. Listen, I appreciate the help, but you speared my kid. You have to answer. To, you have to answer for that. Something... Yeah, but I think they're. I think they're leading towards a six man. At um, not a six man. It wouldn't be a six man because there's only I mean, like a tag match at Clash, maybe. 
did I call it or did I call it? Angelo Dawkins wants to smoke in Seth Rollins' match in singles match with Seth freaking Rollins. There we go. I like that. I like that mm-hmm. because it's not Montez again. And you know what you could do? Bro, have Dawkins catch the W. Which, uh, which, maybe you could plant little seeds for the Street Profits to break up. All Rollins has to say is, look at that. You know, they said that, you know, you, Montez, you're the future, but your partner got lucky against me. You Mm -hmm. didn't. And Rollins, I feel like Rollins could lose for the rest of the year, and he will not be affected by it. That's how good he is. On the mic, in the ring, lost three to Cody. Yeah. Straight to Cody. Mm Mm-hmm. Didn't miss a beat. No, Seth is Seth is over in a star to the point where a losing streak like that doesn't really matter. But you know, if he keeps losing and losing and losing, it's going to start mattering. Yeah, that's why absolutely. I think I think you know he needs to go on a little winning streak right now. He beat Montez last week. Okay, now tonight I would have him beat Dawkins. And keep the winning streak going until you meet Riddle at Clash. Okay, I forgot about <laughs> I forgot about Riddle. Um, yeah. Okay, I could see that. Why not? I mean, it works. You know, Rollins. Yeah, Rollins and Riddle at Clash. I feel like is is going to be good. Oh, it would but be I, great. I mean, they booked it for SummerSlam, but I think Triple H booted that out because I think he realized, okay, there's not a you know, there's not really a reason for them to have a match right now, other than they did a two week angle. Let's stretch this out and let's also cut the time down on SummerSlam because SummerSlam is three and a half hours and it's usually five. <laughs> so I like that. Then that's definitely. Um... Yeah, you know what? I'm cool with that. I would like that because SummerSlam didn't need Rollins and no and Riddle. I think Vince put that Vince put that on just because he needed he he needed a match that was going to steal the show. And if that match was on there, it would have stolen the show. But there was no reason to have that match. I'm glad that match wasn't on the sh- on SummerSlam for how the main event turned out. Agreed. Yep. You know, so, and you know, I'm looking Rollins versus, I'm not Rollins, Mysterio versus Balor. I still mm-hmm. would have liked, you know, Edge and Mysterio have a match or have some sort of, it's got to be addressed, you know, cut a promo about it. I mean, they might build to that. They're, I'm sure they're building maybe something like that, but I don't know if they would do it right away. I think no. they could build to it. Maybe after Clash. Maybe after Clash they do something like that. But I but, think right now they're focusing on a tag match. Judgment Day, I feel like, is in good hands with Triple H. Agreed, yep. But, hmm, okay, just came to me. But they need more. It's not working with just the three of them. I mean, it's working, but it could be better. I right. said for months the Viking Raiders 
when Edge was uh, running uh, the group. Uh, don't forget the new and vicious. Don't yes. forget the new vicious Viking Raiders. Ugh. You throw them on Raw? I know Vikings like a way of their life or whatever. Just call them, just call them the Raiders. Like, you Let's know. call them the War Raiders. Go back to the War Raiders. I don't oh. know why all these names came about. What New and Vicious. That's a Vince thing. Put in, putting I think because New and they didn't in want, front of their name. They didn't want probably 15,000 people on Monday Night Raw chanting war, war, war. But uh, Yeah, I understand that. That was the reason they did it, but I, I were better as the War Raiders. I agree. I agree. Uh, And the name means everything, so. Yeah. But if you're not going to add the War Raiders, it's going to sound crazy, but I read reports he's going to be repackaged. Throw T-Bar in there. Throw um... Dominic Dijakovic. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. That's another thing I I don't. I don't understand when they broke up. What was it? Retribution? Yeah. Right. Wasn't that the name of that failed faction? That was one of the worst factions I've ever seen. Um, and they kept him as that way. It was like, okay, change him back. <laughs> like, change it back to Dominic Dijakovic. That's when people liked him. And he's been with this ridiculous gimmick. It's a, you know, that's a Vince gimmick. That's, you know, he puts a, when he's, when he thinks a guy isn't going to get over, he puts a gimmick on him. And that's what happened to Dijakovic. But the gimmick, what was the gimmick? I don't even understand what that was. What was the name? None of it made sense. Retribution could have worked if, and that's the thing that that Vince did. Like, NXT is still a part of your brand. Don't play stupid, like, (laughs) when you take something from NXT, you bring them to the main roster, and then it's like, oh, Rachel Gonzalez? Hmm. How about Rachel Rodriguez? No. Everyone knows her as Rachel Gonzalez. Keep it as that. When you bring, if you're going to get all these guys from NXT and put them in a group called Retribution and give them different names, let it be because they were in NXT and no one was giving them a shot. So their Retribution on the main roster is that they weren't being utilized the right way. Right. And they're not going to go by their NXT names. This is my name. I'm T-Bar, and I'm going to kick your ass. I'm mm-hmm. Slapjack, and I can't do anything because that, that name is terrible. Yeah, but, like, was... you could have just, like, you have everything. And it's like, it's not like they're coming from AEW or New Japan to where you can't say Bullet Club or, like, certain things. You... You have, you own all these things, so you could do literally whatever you want. And I, I started cracking a little bit because I popped out Ladarius because Ladarius loves my uh, my Vince McMahon <laughs> impression. Uh, but for real, man, it's just you know, it stop, stop fixing things that aren't broken. Vince, Vince treated NXT like OVW and FCW. Where not a lot of people saw OVW and FCW, so he would bring people up and just change them completely because nobody really saw te- those TVs. Not a lot of people saw them. 
you know, OVW, you know, was on TV, but only for a certain amount of people. So Vince just would bring them up and then just change their gimmick, put the and do stuff like that. That's what he treats treated NXT like. You know, we just bring them up and change their gimmick, and nobody will know. Oh well, more people will pay attention to that. Exactly. More people watch NXT; they're good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, in, even if people aren't watching NXT, wouldn't you want them to? So, like, wouldn't you bring yeah. a guy or like Bailey, Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha? None of them changed anything about their about themselves when they when they brought up to the main roster. Paige, nothing was changed. Big E, nothing was changed. You know, they all went off the same name. They're like, oh, former NXT champion. You know and why? They made he that probably he probably saw something in them. And yeah, when Vince didn't see something in somebody, that's when he would put the gimmick on them. Okay, well, I don't like him, him or her as they are right now, so I'm going to change them. And that's what Vince would do. Instead of trying to make it work, he would just change it up. And sometimes, sometimes the gimmicks worked. Sometimes they did, but sometimes they didn't. Who from NXT? Where? What? Who from NXT when they came up from NXT? And I don't mean like, I mean NXT, NXT. Not like The Shield. Like when The Shield came up, NXT mm-hmm. wasn't nearly as what it was. Once the takeover started happening, who did they call up? that they didn't change anything about their gimmick. I could name besides the girls, the Street Profits. Yeah. That's all the same. Street Profits, I was going to say them. You know, Street KO. Profits, KO, Becky, Sammy, Charlotte. Um, Sammy in a way, I mean, they've changed his, I, I think they've changed his gimmick for the better. Well, um, yeah, I, like I, I initially mean like their first call up, like like shit wasn't changed. Like where, you know, now you're like a sex worker, you know, coming up with your mask on and like your dominatrix whips, like they did with Carrie and Cross, or like I just feel like there's so much talent in NXT, or there was so mm. much talent in NXT, and that all you had to do was just change their contract. So they either have a 30-day no-compete or a 90-day no-compete. You didn't have to change their name. You didn't have to, like, Austin Theory? Call him Austin Theory. Theory doesn't flow. Yeah. I don't like I it. Just... it. It sounds weird. It sounds weird, you know? And... Yeah, I, the, the name stuff is just ridiculous. But that also has a business aspect to do with the two, like the EO Sky and EO Shirai stuff. I think there's a business marketing legal stuff that goes on with that. But yeah. EO Sky, I like because she's a high flyer. So EO Sky. It just works. sounds like her name. It just sounds it, like EO Shirai. EO Sky, EO Shirai, it sounds similar. So, you know, but when you change, you know, LA Knight's name to Max Dupree, it. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That's another one. That's another one. <laughs> Yeah, it's different, and we're. I, I guess Max Dupree, Max Dupree, I guess is still in that faction. Yeah, that means his although sister just came up, Maxine. Although I don't know if I missed it or not, 
I didn't see it on SmackDown this Friday, so wonder what's happening with that, but we'll see what that happens. See, that that could work if it's done listen, any anything could work if it's done the right way. Mm-hmm. But like it's just you don't you don't have to change everything. Not everything needs mm-hmm. to be changed. And yeah. with LA Knight, great on the mic, got the yeah. look, He's could move in the ring. ring. And then you make him a manager because Mansoor and Mace can't get over because you don't know what to do with them. You're going to take a guy who could be a top star, heel or babyface, and you're going to limit him to just a microphone. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Hopefully Triple H is changing or doing something with that because uh, LA Knight is weight. Uh, I can't even call him Max Debrie. LA Knight is just <laughs> too um, too good. Too good. Yeah. So it's uh, you know what? Time for a one more commercial. Hold on one second guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're back! <laughs> um, it's funny. Every time I say we'll be right back for a commercial, I'm supposed to write down the times so I can know where to insert the ads. And I always get distracted. Ladarius either leaves a funny comment and I miss it up <laughs> or uh, something else we talk about just gets there. But Well, as we return, um, you talk about a little AEW. So, um, you know, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, last two episodes have been good. And by good, I mean they had good matches. Uh, is this Rampage wise, and Dynamite? Or oh, no, Rampage is Dynamite. Okay. This is only Dynamite. Rampage is just an absolute abysmal show. And I'm not the only one that says that. Even AEW fans say that. And when AEW fans are saying it, oh boy, you're in trouble. But um no dynamite last two episodes have been good they've had good matches but the storylines they don't intrigue me they don't bring me in they don't get me interested it's just like it's just not booked right i don't know like everything's rushed and nothing's thought out everything's just thrown at the wall and it's just like okay let's see what works and whatever works we'll go with you know, the matches are good, but uh, storyline-wise, I'm not intrigued. My favorite. My favorite. I don't want to say act, but my favorites in AEW, the acclaimed. I absolutely I like love them, the yep. acclaimed. I like the acclaimed. Ma- Ma- Max Caster's rap. Oh, man. Mentioned in Vince retire fire. Listen, I can't play it because our shit would get flagged. But definitely go hit up YouTube. Um, but first, when you hit when you first go to YouTube, make sure that you are subscribed to the Scoreboard Addicts podcast so you get all of your Scoreboard Addicts and Russell and Addicts content. But when you go to YouTube, just 
you know, check that rap out where he mentioned Vince being retired. And it's just, I could see, I could see them in WWE in the near future for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Give it to me or, or just I, give them the, give them the AEW tag titles. Like what are you waiting for? I, yeah, I don't know if they would work in WWE. They work for me in AEW. It kind of breaks things up. Yeah. Um, Speaking about breaking things up, um, the Undisputed Era returned on Dynamite last week. And just like that, just like that, they just returned and they turned on the Young Bucks. Surprise, surprise. We, no one saw that coming. Like, I was waiting for, I was waiting for that like a month ago. <laughs> and it what? Was just, it was the least surprising thing. This is what I mean when I say this, the storylines just don't intrigue me because it's like okay I was like waiting for it I was like okay I know he's going to turn on them so when's it going to happen and it happened I thought it was weak how they did it it's like it's just, there's no creativity it was it it felt forced in a way yeah. like like Adam Cole story time with Adam Cole baby like it wasn't really that good of a story and Adam and... Page, oh, I got to get to him. I got to get to Adam Page. Adam Page now seemingly is teaming with the Young Bucks. Um, he, this guy went from a main event guy, went from a main event guy to a, a, he was the champion. Granted, his championship reign was underwhelming and wasn't great, but still he was a main event guy and a champion. He went from that to hanging out with the Dark Order. Just like that. He, he would be in backstage seg- segments with the Dark Order, and he's hanging out with them again. And now he's with the Bucks. Just like with that. He went from pants. the top. Yeah, we are. He went from the top to the bottom. Immediately. It's just unbelievable. I'm not saying the Young Bucks at the bottom. I'm talking about Dark Order. The Dark Order is at the bottom. I mean, they're they're never on TV. They're only in backstage segments, and you just had your world champion and a former main event guy go and hang out with Dark Order. Now I know they were, they were friends back then, but it's just I don't know. It's Adam Page has came back down to earth. That's it. I feel like he's even out of place in this feud. I mean, it makes sense. I get what they're doing. Shouldn't they're going it be, off history. Shouldn't it be Kenny, though? Uh, apparently, he's still hurt. Uh, this must be some, These injuries must be something, because I've never seen somebody be out this long. That's why, like, for me, uh, listen, Adam Cole, I don't want to get in trouble. You don't forget it. Adam Cole and the and the undisputed elite, undisputed era. It felt like a weak breakup. Like it just like it didn't make sense. Like there's not even any brackets out for the tournament. I feel like the tournament was just announced, and Adam Cole is like, "Well, you guys can't make it because you're not going to be medically cleared." What a weak ass chop block! You didn't even really like do anything. To the it, point to just, where it's like it doesn't make sense. Uh, listen, 
it should have been I have listen, I also don't watch all the time. So like I don't know if there was any story to where the young bucks didn't want to pick Bobby Fish, but I felt like it could have played out a little longer. No, and, I, Bobby Fish is a I guess considered an underneath guy. You know, he's older and right. he's not a big star. He's right, kind but of just play it out on TV. Theater. Play it out on TV. Do a five-minute thing to where, you know, yeah. they're talking and then the Bucks go, sorry, you know, we're thinking of someone else, you know, someone else who who could help us really end this tournament. Like, well, end, Cole, Omega end, like, something like that. Just, like, Cole put, alluded drop little to hints. It. Cole alluded to it in his promo. He was kind of like, he didn't pick you know, fish, Kyle O'Reilly was out and I was out and stuff like that. But now you got Paige. So, right. Okay. So, but my thing is though, they didn't pick fish. Who else is in this tournament? I have no idea. <laughs> like, so like, that's what I'm know. saying. Like, like probably they couldn't, house of black. House of they black couldn't do a probably thing. in it. I just, it, it just felt rushed and I hate when, I hate when storylines are rushed, especially on on both ends, especially when AEW doesn't have monthly pay-per-views. You don't have monthly pay-per-views. So, like, you literally could take your time with this to where, like, you can build it up to where Adam Cole is like, I came to AEW because of the Young Bucks. Mm -hmm. And then because they didn't pick Bobby Fish, you're turning your back on them? Like, if hey, Adam I, Cole's I, hurt and he can't compete in it, if O'Reilly can't compete in it, I felt like they, they just could have did a little, a little just, more. Yeah. It, creatively, it just didn't make sense. or it, Not that it didn't make sense. It just was boring and predictable. I knew it was going to happen. And Ladarius has a comment. You cannot even tell that Adam Page was the AEW champion as the way he was being booked now. Also, that breakup was truly weak. Yep. Ladarius is right. You, I mean, Page might be the most forgettable champion wrestling. I mean, he was just... When he was champion, I was just like, oh, yeah. He's the AEW champion. I forgot. It wasn't very good, but even at that, I didn't think they would drop him all the way down to having him do segments with the Dark Order. It just it didn't make sense. Like put put him in the TNT title picture. Uh, like please, they have they have cooled off Warlow in the worst way possible. They just cooled him off. Whatever popularity he had is just it's on at a simmer right now. It's just it's not good. I don't know what they're doing, but it's you know. And I it was intrigued with Chris, the Christian and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus stuff, like a few weeks, and then they just it all went down. It, they just rush everything. They had Luchasaurus just turn on Christian once Jungle Boy came back, just like that. He just was like, "Okay, I'm done with Christian now." After like two weeks, like why couldn't you let that play out? Like that's. That's the difference right there with the booking of WWE and AEW. WWE drags that out a little bit, you know, makes it mean something. AEW and Tony Khan are just like, okay, he's turning on him. Jungle Boy's back. That's it. Let's go. He's just going to turn on him now instead of letting ride out. Not good. 
I don't get it. I do not get it. But what all you could get tonight is live coverage of Monday Night Raw from the one and only Cell. I'll be doing three hours of Raw, and I'm looking forward to it. I can't say that I'm not. I'm looking forward to it. So come and join Come and join me, Wrestling Inc. Go follow them, and you'll get all the coverage tonight. Yeah, definitely make sure you check them out. Um, Check Sal out. Check me out. Check the scoreboard addicts out. Yeah. Wednesday nights, 9.30. Um, Right on here, right on YouTube. And you can also Mm -hmm. catch them on Speaker, um, Apple, uh, Spotify. Anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, anywhere anywhere we get your podcast. Um, That's it. You know, we're all over. We go in worldwide, so check us out. Um, Any closing thoughts for the week, uh, from this past week? Um, I'm excited for Raw. I'm excited to see what Triple H does going forward. Who else? Who else is coming back? Who's making a debut? Who's returning? You know, what storylines does he have planned for us? What's going to happen? And um, I'll say this for AEW. They're doing Moxley and Jericho for Dynamite for the AEW Interim Championship. So uh, I'm intrigued by that. Let's see what happens with that. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to wrestling this week. We could get a swerve and... Jericho, Jericho could wins. Win. <laughs> Jericho could win. He wins the AEW interim. Don't forget the interim part. Championship. Here's and you know what? We might go over time today. Actually, just kidding. There is no time. Okay. You know what? He gets me riled up all the time. I'm gonna wait. I want to make sure that right. you were finished with your thoughts yeah. for the week. That's it. That's my thought. That's it? Okay. My thought is where, where, where I am tired of hearing CM Punk cry like a little baby. No matter what. What do you do now? <laughs> you know, he's talking about um, how Vince isn't really retired and all this stuff that we've, that we've been talking about with him. But it... <sighs> He's been doing a lot of appearances, it seems. You know, like, I've seen him, you know, he's with Jade, he's with uh, Darby. I don't know if it's Comic-Con in other states, whatever it is. But I've been seeing a lot of CM Punk. But you know what I don't see with him? The AEW Championship. He doesn't bring it with him. No, I didn't see it either. Jade has a TBS championship with her. Why does Jade have the championship with her? She's the champion. Mm-hmm. Is CM Punk not the champion, being that we have an interim champion? It's all so stupid. <laughs> so if, like, if you... No, Punk, hold the belt. Oh, gee, Tony. Hold it, Punk. I want you to have it. <laughs> Take it with you. Like, walk around with it. Like, if you're going to these things where 
people like so what did i just say oh everyone welcome AEW wrestler cm punk bro you're the champion you may be hurt but you're still the champion where's the belt walk around know. with the belt i yeah I, I don't know why he doesn't i didn't i haven't seen him with it like you said but right it's just what's the point i don't know the whole interim stuff is ridiculous Terrible. Terrible. And I'm tired of it. <laughs> and terrible. Let's see what happens on Wednesday with Dynamite. Listen, the the Dynamite has been good the last few weeks. I'll admit it. The storylines haven't been great, but let's see. Let's see what they do. All right. Listen the the time is now. You know, it's. I feel like wrestling is so hot right now because mm-hmm. of the whole Vince McMahon thing that literally anyone can take advantage of it. AEW, WWE, yep. anyone else. Definitely. So again, I'm not knocking AEW. I've knocked WWE before. I want both to be good, both to be enjoyable. That's what we all want. And like, I just want... Well, maybe no, not scratch that. That's not what, That's what no, some of right. us want. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it sometimes with how things just don't make sense. Like, make it make sense. That's it. I know, I don't know if that's asking for too much, you know, but just let point A go to point B. Don't go from point A to point K. Don't skip all over the place and just, you know. That's their problem. Yeah. That's AEW's biggest problem is they don't know how to, like you said, get from just they just go from point A all the way to point K. Like you said, it's just like, it's all, and we're supposed to understand it all. Exactly. Well, we don't, we don't understand it. So we, you know, either book it the right way or explain it to us. Yes. And I just, I don't know. I like AEW, but the booking isn't great. I want to like AEW. But it's the interaction with their with AEW fans that oh I avoid that excuse me that <laughs> I AEW's video that. game did oh, you see God. any of the um any of the, like the screenshots or like the little I've preview? seen a, I've seen a few things all I know is it's <laughs> it's been taking a while and and this is what they have and this is what they have so. Yeah, let's see. I don't know. I'm not a video game guy, but I'd like to see the reports when that comes out. Ooh. So, listen, I'm not a video game head. I like playing video games. Um, but, like, the little screenshots and the little, I guess, gameplay that they showed. Bro, it looked like Mario Party. They're, they're like, in the yeah. ring. There's, like, coins or something dropping down. They're trying to get it. They're like playing, I what, baseball in, I guess, I don't know where, in the arena. No, so God. I comment, I'm like, this is weak. I'm like, these mini games are weak. Naturally, with the pitchforks and the torches, AEW fans came out. They're like, you're so weird complaining about a mini, mini game in a video game. That's, that's just weird. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm weird because I don't, I don't like something. I'm like, if I want to play Mario Party, I'll play, I'll play, if I want to play mini games, I'll play Mario <laughs> right. Party. Right. You know, and it's like, 
I feel like AEW doesn't know their demographic. Like they don't know who their audience no, is for certain things. I think they know their demographic, but I think they cater to them way too much. Who who would their demographic be? Who it's the say? hard. It's the h- hardcore wrestling fans, and I'm not talking hardcore like hardcore match. I'm talking the hardcore dedicated wrestling fans that watch. AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, they, you know, pay attention to the indies and stuff like that. Those are the people they cater to. And it's obvious. Okay. It's obvious. It's, it's, they had a new, they had a New Japan based pay-per-view. They had, you know, they own Ring of Honor now. That Those are the fans they cater to, which is fine. Cater to your audience, but there are some casuals out there that you, are not getting. And I, I think that's, you, you definitely need the casuals because they're probably going to word of mouth, you know, also helps with that. But it's just, I just don't like, and like they came in droves to like, just don't play the mini game. I'm like, it's not about the mini game. I'm like, it's just me saying that. Right. I don't think mini games, like, oh, mini games were in the older wrestling games. Which ones? Well, AEW, AEW diehards are going to, you know, All they the will time. defend AEW no matter what they do. You know, I'm the type of person that likes to, you know, defend both, but also argue against both sides. Same. You know, WWE and AEW. I'm not, I'm not on a side. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll bash both and I'll talk good about both. But you know, right now there's one side that has a lot. Of, positivity and the other side has positivity but it's slowly you know starting to show some cracks i think they're both moving in opposite directions right now one's going up and one's going like in the middle i don't want to say down but one's going one is going in the middle it's starting to get a little stagnant and Mm -hmm. you know it's we're less than a half hour away from raw so yeah. who knows who knows what's going on tonight? Who knows, you know, knows? what you know the outcome is gonna be. But we you can check see. out Sal. Let me see. Yeah. There. There. I can't point. Whatever. Wrestle and Inc. Go check Sal out. Eight o'clock tonight. Live coverage of Monday Night Raw. And just wanna thank everyone for tuning in and yeah. watching. Thanks and- with Darius too, who is Always commenting, so shout out to Ladarius. Ladarius might have to step his shit up next week because we might have, for the first time ever on Wrestling Addicts, Wrestling Trivia. There we go. And I'm down. Sal and myself, we uphold the most integrity, unlike our counterparts, Anthony and and Nick. Not so much (laughs) TJ. TJ's innocent. (laughs) But being that Ladarius is the last champion of wrestling trivia and the scoreboard addicts, that carries over here. And Ladarius, if you're available next week, and if I could find formidable opponents for you, I hope to have you a part of the first ever wrestling addicts, wrestling trivia. There we go. Lots to look forward to. Lots Monday to Night Raw. To. NXT, Dynamite, SmackDown, Rampage, Trivia. No, nobody's, looking, 
Nobody's looking for is a rampage. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. I, I, had to, I had to mention them all. But that's all the time we have for today. I'm Matt. This is Sal. We're the Wrestling Addicts. And before we go. Breaking before news. Before we go. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Ladarius said, book it. I'm there. Well, luckily, right. we're the bookers of this show. <laughs> we'll book it. I got you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you in there. Everyone, take care. Spike your hair. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. <laughs> Good night, guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 